0: Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Wandering Twilight. god I did your type of hello just there, do you? Yeah. Hello. Which you just, is, that's you just copied. I'm me. starting to mimic. I obviously think it sounds really good and cheerful. Thanks. Important all. in these unprecedented times.
1: Good That was really that was very like movie, start of a movie over yeah. tone like and the world
0: yeah. started to end. Yeah, exactly. It's shifting. Yeah. That's gross.
1: That's where we are. Right. So the world's starting to end. Cool. And we decided to do a podcast about how to make your eyes beautiful.
0: Yeah. Because pretty eyes are like, I mean, the most important thing, when the ship is going down,
1: everyone is like, like, Mm -hmm.
0: massive pop from the eyes. And dying. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She died gracefully and with these stunning irises. (laughs)
1: Stunning irises. Has anyone ever said that before? Wow. Your irises. (laughs) I
0: think you have stunning irises and I think we know why
1: (laughs) Okay, anyway um, What I have been hearing from lots of people online And certainly clients who are getting in touch with me And even journalists who are getting in touch with me Is that there is an epidemic in eye health And people being concerned about what do their eyes look like And what is the best mascara to use And how can they make themselves look more beautiful from here up Because we are all wearing masks
0: Pause, that is the most superficial epidemic I've ever heard of (laughs) It's an epidemic, is it really?
1: Well, okay. All the right.
0: beauticians are going, it's an epidemic!
1: <laughs> it's an epidemic! God. Oh, going on? Okay, no, I mean, that sounds really ridiculous, but at the same time, it's a valid thing because our self-esteem is, like, part of what makes us feel like I'm going out into the world, I'm doing good things, I'm relating to people in a nice way, mm. and... The more we feel good about ourselves the more we're good to the people around yeah us. and at the moment it hasn't historically for the last few months been a time where people feel great about themselves no
0: at all for True. a variety yeah. of reasons mm-hmm. and
1: you know no one feels great well most people don't feel great about wearing masks they might think that it's the right thing to do mm. but I don't think many people enjoy wearing them yeah and it's it feels like it's like a it's taking away it's it's like We've made all these choices in our life about what we're going to wear and mm. how we look, and we cultivate that to give an impression of who we are from yeah. the inside. And then suddenly, now wearing a mask, and half of that's being taken away. I'd
0: Please. love to know the percentage of women who are still wearing lipstick under their masks. Yeah, interesting. Because I know one of the reps who came in to me from Natural Medicine Company, Janet, you know, hello, Janet. Um, so she was wearing her mask obviously and the visor actually and I was like that's intense I mean this is a hospital environment like what's going on she's like it's the protocol from the company I was like okay so we sat down and we had a chat and we were talking basically what she sells to us is cosmetics and um and she's like and I, and I said like she was trying to talk about new tinted lip balms coming out I was like Janet tinted lip balms surely now isn't the time for launching tinted lip balms she's like actually Finn well I am wearing lipstick on her mask and I bet you if you ask most women they are as well and I was like what? are they? I'd love to know. Um, do you?
1: Well, I, I have to say I'm not really You're not very wearing nice masks so much. I, I'm not yeah. wearing masks so much and I'm also not really a lipstick wearer so much. I wear hmm. lip balm yeah. and balm. balm. My lips are quite big so I yeah. don't tend to wear lipstick because it just makes them enormous. Yeah, okay. Um, but, you know, I think because you're going to be getting ready for the day, and well, then you
0: don't just like stop. You don't your just makeup go like right I'm here. only doing
1: foundation <laughs> yeah. up to here, and then if something <laughs> happens where well, you get to take your mask off, you're suddenly. Well,
0: there is that old airhouse test thing where they only do the foundation right to here. Okay, <laughs> so you know who knows? Yeah. It could just be like creeping up the face. And out. also,
1: I think it's the same as you know you think about people who wear hijabs. They most of us wear makeup to feel Mm. good about ourselves Mm. it's because we look in the mirror and we see ourselves as we want to see ourselves and then we go like i feel good about myself and i go about the day it's not necessarily for other people so regardless of whether people can see under your mask you know it's like wearing nice underwear isn't it yeah you're going like i know that my underwear is really nice yeah you're not all seeing it but i'm just and maybe no one will see it But I still feel better about myself because I'm going, ha, fancy underwear.
0: It's strange, but it does make a difference. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I buy into that idea because I do it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, my bamboo booty underwear is, like, I think, yeah, it just feels like a treat. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Okay, so, yeah, so treats in tough times. Um, So, as we're talking about this, like, when it comes to making your eyes a beautiful place to look at and to be in, without going to the point of, you know, eyelash extensions and like serious, you know, plastic surgery around the eye area. I'm 38. I've suddenly got things going on here. Now, as a guy, I recognize that I'm talking into a bit of a vacuum probably of men who care about this. Although, I, you know, I think maybe that's shifting. But like, what do I, like, what are, what are my tools? I know, like, I know, so I know I have uh, nutrients that I help to support that which we'll talk about. I know of herbs that help to support that. And I know some of the cosmetics as well because I also have a little cosmetics cabinet that you and others occasionally rob from. Um, and when you're in the industry of not, with natural cosmetics, you start to find that things just actually do make you feel good. about Like the regime, the routine actually of eye health yeah. is really, really nice. Um, and one of the things that that lady Janet sells to us is Uh, a trilogy eye oil thing and it's got a little kind of metal rotary ball thing it just feels lovely going on because it's a cold metal with this lovely like cooling serum thing and I mean I honestly don't know I think my eyes are going to get old regardless but um but it feels really nice and 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 for like you know five minutes after that I'm like oh blinking like I'm like the whole thing has grown and everything is taut and firm and plump and juicy and it's great yeah um but you have particular tools around this also don't you? Basically,
1: the reason for this podcast. Yeah, I do. Uh, so I teach face yoga and eye yoga.
0: Do you? Yeah. Tell us about face yoga and eye yoga. I haven't heard of them before.
1: <laughs> so face yoga and eye yoga are two kind of different components. Um, and but there's obviously a, um, a merging point between those two. There's a Venn diagram. There's a bit mm. in both of them. So when face yoga, we do some eye stuff in an eye yoga we do stuff around the eyes as well and um, so in the greater eye area one would say and then in regular yoga we also look at ojas and people always hear me talk about ojas but it's like the juices in our bodies so if we are looking at eye health we want to have eyes that are nicely lubricated that's really important and we need to have good lymphatic drainage under the eyes otherwise we get puffiness and dark circles and hmm. so we can kind of look at it from a yoga perspective from a couple of different ways we can come at it from an internal health point of view so how can we get these juices how can we keep the lubrication there how can we prevent and things like dry eyes and allergies and then we can look at it also from an external beauty point of view so mm. looking at the crow's feet and the fine lines and wrinkles that are around there and also sometimes we tend to get kind of sagging in our upper eyelids um, or in the areas above our eyebrows which drag everything down here oh, yeah, interesting. Um, and then we also get like I mentioned before puffiness and dark circles mm-hmm. and face yoga and eye yoga can help to combat all of those things and minimize the appearance of those wrinkles but also help to make the eyes look brighter and more youthful and wider and I think okay. ultimately, it's such a simple thing. It, it's not like a massive commitment. It's just a few different exercises that you would bring into your daily routine. Where you laughing at me?
0: <laughs> Sorry, I can't because I just started. Whilst she was talking, I started doing like the one like Ioga exercise that I do quite often, which is this.
1: Yeah, very good.
0: And I'm actually without furrowing my brow. Very difficult. Try it at home. It's very but, hard. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? It's looking very intense. <laughs> Sorry, staring. I'm you doing your eye yoga. Continue. Um,
1: <laughs> so yeah, I think ultimately it's a little, a little tiny commitment. So it's not about doing a whole full yoga practice. It's like five minutes a day, but it's part of your self care ritual. And I think at the moment when we're going out into the day, you know you're going to have to wear a mask all day long. Lots of people are feeling icky about that if they know that they've spent some time on their eyes, which maybe they're feeling self-conscious about, they're going to go out into the world and they're going to make eye contact more easily. They're going to feel better about themselves. They're going to feel more comfortable about this new restriction that we Mm. have. And I think anything that makes us feel better about that and better about ourselves in this environment that we find ourselves in now is just a win-win situation. And once you've learned them, they're free.
0: Yeah. And also, so if you want to have expressive eyes, i.e. if you're down from here down, you're not communicating particularly well in terms of like your facial whatever language of do I like you, do I not? Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I angry? Whatever. Having expressive eyes, like having trained the muscles around the eyes, I would imagine it's probably quite useful to, to communicate your your emotional state to your partners. Like, what am I thinking now? Yeah, I
1: know. That is, that is a useful thing, but it's also about like, where do we hold our tension patterns? Because mm. the last couple of months have been really stressful and lots of us, for me, this it's this, thing. furrow the 11 mm. I- lines in between the brow, or furrowed brow thing here. You have a
0: one on 11 though. You have I a know. single line, a which single is, line. everyone else has a double line. Almost inhuman. That, human. <laughs> That's it, you haven't even got the second line got
1: one, <laughs> the number one line. Okay. Um, and so sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, a lot of us have spent a lot more time in front of computers. Mm. Some of us never, like I was rarely in front of a computer, and now it's like hours a day in front of Zoom teaching yoga, and lots more people are having dry eyes, lots more mm. people are getting tension headaches, people are squinting, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And it's really, this is stuff that we can really start to correct with our yeah. yoga. And it's just about getting an awareness of when am I doing those things mm-hmm. and how can I use my body in a way that serves me like a little bit better. And I think, you know, all of that stuff is really easily rectified if you know how to do it.
0: Okay, so teach me some yoga.
1: Okay, so... There's a combination, I think, that's useful, which is doing some of the face yoga, eye exercises, doing some eye yoga exercises, mm-hmm. and then doing some eye massage. Okay. So, I think we'll do like a balance of those things.
0: Great. And leave Just... time to talk about nutrition. I'm doing it already. Yeah. I know. I'm starting like, mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. sorry. it. you like, already. Sorry.
1: So something that we're going to start with is taking our middle fingers and just placing them into that space where the yes. number 11 lines are. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom one comes to the very corner of the eye, so right where the edge of the eye is. Yeah, yeah. And what you're looking for is a little bit of a... a uh, twitch in the eye muscles, then you know that you're working those eye muscles at the corner oh, yeah, you What can this one yeah. is going to do is it's going to help us to just strengthen those eye muscles at the end and minimize the fine wrinkles here okay. But also make the eyes a little bit brighter So you're just pressing there and mm-hmm. then you're going to half close your eyes So just a little bit and you're going to feel that little twitching mm. and then release And then in gonna...
0: Without throwing that brow, that's tough, eh? Yeah, but
1: just start with the eyes. The other stuff comes in later. So you're just isolating those eye muscles, like little lifts in the gym. And again, one more time. And now keep your hands where they are, but close your eyes. And you can feel that little flicker then, even once Mm. the eyes are closed Mm. there. More so, actually. Yeah, and then just relax your shoulders and keep breathing and just hold there for three, two, one. And then release and blink your eyes open. Nice. Okay, so you would do that three times through. And that's gonna to help to tone this lower eyelid area as okay. well
0: then. And does this eye yoga thing, does this come back to actual like Vedic practice? Like it does it belong in old yoga? It does? Yeah,
1: it does, absolutely, because um, the face and eye yoga comes from sukshma yoga, which is the yoga of micro movements, and that's the whole of the body So it's like fingers, toes, mm. tongue, all those fine motor skills um, And then you're also looking at kind of purification practices So you're looking at like how to get better quality tears, mm. how to get the ojas oh, juices flowing better in the eyes How are you detoxing from the face and all of that kind of internal purification okay. is mirrored on the outside of the
0: That seat. makes sense, nice, cool So
1: next what yeah. we're going to do is fingers in towards the nose uh-huh. just on the base here and what yeah. you're Doing is a slight, slight, slight push in and pull down with those fingers. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of immobilizing that bottom area mm-hmm. when you're we working. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to look up and you're going to blink just with the upper eyelid as fast as you can for 20 seconds. Yeah, keep going. So now we're toning that upper eyelid area, having toned the lower eyelid area. Keep going. Just so you can see. Three.
0: Does it look right?
1: Two. One. And then release and take a deep breath in and out. And then blink your eyes open. You can see your eyes feel quite tired already. It's mad! So when you're looking at people doing it, it looks like they're doing a very little amount for a very little amount of time. Yeah. And you're kind of like, how can this make a difference? But you think that those muscles are so, 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 so tiny. Mm. And what you don't want to do is bring more strain to them.
0: Yeah, so we're not used okay. to
1: isolating our eyes. What we tend to do is use our head to turn. So we want to look over there, yeah. so we going like that, Yeah. we go like that. So our yeah. eye muscles have got really lazy. That's and so nice. many of us wear glasses or contact lenses. Some people have eyes that turn in, some people have a tendency when they're tired to go cross-eyed. You know eye yoga is something that you can work on all of those things that to do with the musculature of the eyes and actually mm. help to correct those things and people with those things might feel more self-conscious about that now when people are only looking at their eyes yeah you know, so eye yoga is really a way if you're going i really want to spend some time correcting this or my vision's got really bad because i've been looking at the computer screen if you actually work on targeted eye yoga exercises you're going to improve that pathway between the eyes and the brain That's interesting. so you're changing the gray matter of the brain to make our eyes work better and how we process our information work mm. better but we're also strengthening the eye themselves
0: yeah so this is something for me specifically as well because I got diagnosed during well just after lockdown with the thing called central serous retinopathy which is um, a very unfortunate like issue where the choroid layer which is the air the layer um, uh, that supplies all of the, the it's a really vascular layer in the eye that supplies all of the blood flow into the macula and into the retina and um, it unfortunately leaks little bits of fluid into the back of the eye. And in my case it leaked into kind of the central vision. So it started to cause a little blind patch and that's got to do with like cortisol release and that sort of stuff. And usually, so retinopathy we're used to hearing about like diabetic retinopathy is a really common one. But um, the kind of causes behind this are, you know, obviously different in terms of one is related to excess blood sugar, one's related to cortisol, but it just shows you that the eye as an area is really susceptible to other like broader scale kind of nutritional changes in the body or physiological changes in the body. Um, and it's something i really started paying attention to now and I notice, and I, I've always had apparently a stigmatism in my eye, uh, but a very slight stigmatism. I've noticed it way more pronounced now since, mm-hmm. since lockdown. I mean, sometimes I'm literally triple screening, triple, like how bad is that for my little eyes? Yeah, iPhone, you. laptop and television, like okay. duh, anyway. That sort of stuff has to stop, and so uh, and I've started wearing like blue light blocking glasses as well because blue light. We don't know the full extent of the damage that blue light does to our eyes from screens. There's a lot of the information that's around it that's either not completed or it's kind of suppressed. So there's anyway there's, there's there's lots of ramifications for that screen exposure and wearing like either amber glasses during the day or blue light blocking glasses in the evening is something to really think about for people who are on home office and working throughout the day. On, on their screens, and you know, taking those little breaks to do I yoga within that, it's a really nice way of like, you know, you're getting inside your body, you're controlling your breath work, you're taking time away from your screen, and it feels that it feels like a, you know, like a lot of those things. Like when you do even five or five minutes of yoga, it feels like you've been away from your screen for half an hour. It mm-hmm. feels like you've got a, like a proper break. It's not just like a mindless. I went downstairs, boiled the kettle, wait for the kettle, the tea, and, and brought it back upstairs, it, it, there's something to it. You've actually achieved something within that.
1: Yeah, I think one of the really simple things that I'm always getting people to do when they're in front of screens is something, a technique that's called palming. And what oh, yeah. you're doing is you're just rubbing your hands. And I always start and end every other practice like this too, but it's a really good thing that you can do. You know, if you timed it to start every 45 minutes in the yeah. day, you want to rub your hands until they get really, really hot. And once they get hot, you're going to just place the palm of the hands over the eyes and close your eyes into them. And you can just gently massage in little circles around here. So you'll feel the contact points of the upper eyebrow and the cheekbone here. And you're just letting your eyes rest into the darkness. And what it's doing is giving your optic nerve a chance to really switch off and rest. Because we're taking in billions of images per second through our retina. And here it's just letting the eye just completely rest. It's like a yoga nidra for your eye. And then to come out of it, you're just going to blink your eyes open into the darkness of your hands so the light creeps in between the fingers really slow. And then inhale and grow tall. And then exhale, release the hands and come back down. And there's a lot of studies on this and shown how just doing that exercise alone can help to reverse huge amounts of eye damage, just that. Mm. So it's a really simple thing. It's less is more with the eyes. And certainly we talked about lymphatic drainage. Patting around here is really good, so Mm. just little taps in and out and then you can take that tap all the way around.
0: And speaking like beyond lymphatic drainage, if anybody has sinusitis or rhinitis, this little percussive effect on your and sinus cavities, so you have sinus cavities here and here and here as well, and that can have a massive effect on loosening up congestion uh, to help you kind of deal with um, all of the kind of, you know, you locked indoors, exposed to dust, exposed to all the kind of home allergens, uh, stuff that can lead to a lot of like, Chronic infection and real real kind of disturbance of life quality as well like disruption of life, life quality of life
1: There's a little point here right at the corner of the eyes just where we were touching before yeah. and you're just doing little tiny pulses Here and this can help to bring brightness to the eyes. So it's the encouraging Circulation lymphatic drainage in oh, really the area interesting. to come back here. So it's just a really... And that's where our
0: pulse. tear ducts are as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Tears are amazing. They are. So, um, Women release something like four times the amount of a pain-relieving chemical in their tears than men do. That's something I've that discovered in the last few years. And it kind of goes a bit of a way to explaining why women are more prone to, to tears than men. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, if they were just releasing pain-relieving chemicals all the time, you'd just say, cool, I'm just going to cry it out once again. Yeah. Um, but tears and, and that tear film is such an important thing as well, protection from dust. Uh, and can dry tape, eyes.
1: What can you take for those? Yeah.
0: Things? So yeah. So um, dry eyes are a really interesting thing. And so it relates obviously to um, fatty acids, essential fatty acids in our diet. Uh, and apart from working on that little that little tear duct can can make a big difference for dry eyes. Um, but like the, when the tear ducts get blocked, quite often that's to do with uh, uh, an imbalance of fatty acids in your diet. So omega seven particularly fatty acids. So you get them in like seabuckthorn form and, and in fish oils as well that aren't too refined. Um, that will really help, and anything that helps support circulation to the eyes. So it's such a little vascular space. There's so much circulation. I mean, you can feel the amount of work it's doing from the stuff we've talked about, uh, and anything that helps to support circulation and support microarterial circulation, particularly. So the, the little arteries, capillaries, go to our brain, uh, our extremities, and into the backs of our eyes. Um, herbs like KM will be really important for that. Um, yarrow, uh, horse chestnut really good as well uh, and nutrients, any nutrients that are really rich in anthocyanins so grapeseed extract is probably the best known thing for this but it helps to 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 shore up the kind of lesions so the little damages that happen along the artery walls and on the capillary walls uh, and so that those little antioxidants get into those little gaps to help to prevent that sort of leakage which is exactly my problem so I'm Working hard on that, and we'll keep you updated with progress.
1: And you can make little compresses, right? With like teas yeah. and just putting them in cotton wool pods. I and mean, we used to do that cucumber thing
0: great with like marigold, um, with arnica, maybe, uh, with eye bright, obviously. Chamomile is another really good one as well. If you're having like suffering from tired eyes, and just hydrate. I mean, like, it's we've spoken about all the weird stuff, but hydration is such a massive thing I've had some amazing testimonials from people who you know after long long chats and repeated visits to, to specialists and physicians they've come in to us and i have said like okay but actually after all talking about all this stuff how much water are you getting and they say well you know I drink a glass or two a day I'm like okay triple that quadruple that get it to like two and a half litres a day put in like a half a teaspoon of, of Himalayan salt into that and see doesn't make a difference they come back and like I'm cured like it's profound really profound So um, So simple and less is more always always exactly and this is not big-time input stuff we're talking about it's just stuff to build into your diet so what I use now in the morning every morning I have cayenne tincture in my water um, which is a powerful cardiovascular tonic really helps to wake you up makes you feel really good great for all the peripheral circulation so everything from your toes to the backs of your eyes and, you know, uh, I think sexual organs as well is an important part as well. Um, so,
1: like, coming into winter, it's such a key time. Mm. K.N. is such a great one. You know, people are getting chill Yeah. They're getting, like, um, mottled feet, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's such a great way to get that kind of warming, heating. In yoga, know, exactly. we call it agni, digestive fire. Just yeah. get everything, like, fired up so you're getting that internal heat. And that's really, really important yeah. for the, the winter. Yeah,
0: exactly. Time. And on a slight aside before we finish, I just uh, finished reading something yesterday about um, how our body temperature they think that the reason our body temperature is so high so much higher than most other mammals is because we've been are we've been chased by fungus throughout like throughout the history of human evolution and before humans were around and fungus essentially kind of gets killed off by heat and so they've, they've tracked body temperature increase in humans and the body and the temperature that fungus can can sustain as well so they've, they've shown that as our body temperature increases candida and other fungus, fungal, uh, fungal infections are beginning to be, be able to like, cope with higher temperatures all the time but they're just, just about keeping up as they cope with a higher temperature our body then decides ok I'm going to go to 98.7 or 98.8 so actually our, our temperature regulation is actually going higher and higher all the time as humans. So uh, it's another thing that it's, it's a really good thing to like heat your body up because heating your body up kills pathogens. That's why we get a fever uh, and it's one of the things that, you know, very few uh, living organisms on the planet can do is to rid themselves of pathogenic attack by heating, heating up. And, and yeah, KN is a great one to help to support that.
1: Yeah, so if we were looking at like an eye health protocol, for someone who's To get back like, to the point. <laughs> no, that's really important, <laughs> yeah. but like just to round it up. Uh-huh. If people are going, Okay, well what are the few takeaways that I take mm. from this if I want to make changes to my eye health but also to the appearance of my eyes? Mm. How might a day of eye health look like? So we start in the morning with a cayenne
0: tincture. And step outside, mm-hmm. view something that's very far off. Um, because in your day, you're probably viewing things that are no further away than 10 meters and your eyes really, that's not training that, um, that muscle to, what's it called again? Oh God, I can't remember. It's the lens uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to view in the distance and view things close up. And that's a really po- powerful part of our training. So you'll if you look at a thing called the Bates Method online, that's something you can try to integrate. But even just in the morning, just going, okay, I'm looking at the chimney pot, acro- that's what I do. Look at the chimney pot across the way and then looking at my thumb, chimney pot across the way, look at my thumb drinking my can and tincture back inside um, throughout your day, then taking maybe what two or three breaks to do eye yoga.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, what I do is in terms of incorporating face and eye yoga into my routine is I think of it kind of like brushing your teeth. Like hmm. you wake up, You wash your face, you put your moisturizer on, you do a couple of face or eye yoga exercises, you go about the day. And then that palming thing, if you are looking at screens all day long, and all of the kind of tapping things and the little circular movements around here and using this point, they're kind of as often as you possibly can do Mm. them. So anytime you think of them during the day, just do them. And that could be Mm. when you're watching TV, could be when you're thinking while you're reading an article on your computer or whatever it is. Just trying to bring them in little and often is really important because you're re-stimulating get the circulation there, get the lymphatic drainage moving, get all those juices flowing to the eyes, yeah. because we tend not to blink so much when we're looking at the screens, we concentrate and we keep our eyes open. Women need to blink twice as much as men, so we need to keep know, blinking, um, yeah. and just get that lubrication back in there. So as often as possible that you can do those things. And mm. if you're really interested, for eye yoga, when we we're talking about that long distance and close up, there are so many really structural exercises if you're looking at trying to improve your vision, that you could be doing daily, um, and there's millions of them. So find someone who teaches eye yoga, I have some videos on YouTube. Um, but look into them because you can reverse your prescription massively if you do them. And they are things mm. like looking at your thumb and then bring it back in or doing clockwise circles. Mm. And they do just structurally work, just like PT or anything. They're just training muscles. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. we have them That's in our is. eyes, of course. Yeah, cool, great. So that then maybe getting uh, anthocyanin-rich foods throughout your day, getting some blueberries in there, some beetroot, any dark purple um, fruit and veg would be great. Um, making sure you're getting things that rich in carotenoids as well, so all your yellows and greens, um, maybe drinking cups of marigold tea that's no harm either, because that's where you've got a lot of that lutein, uh, and a lot of healing healing properties to help to support the eyes, uh, making sure you're hydrating in general throughout the day, and then in the evening time making sure that you definitely don't have blue light exposure within like two or three hours of bed, but essentially as the sun goes down, that's kind of when our blue light exposure should pretty much end. So Look at things on your phone to help to filter out blue light, most phones have those functions mm-hmm. these days, Nighttime modes are similar things, um, blue light blocking glasses for the evening, look at the types of bulbs in your house, if you have fluorescent bulbs get rid of them, they are not good for your mm-hmm. health, um, so yeah get rid of fluorescent bulbs, put in the old school incandescents or get like LEDs on dimmers, something where you can improve that orangey yellowy quality to your light in the evening. Um, yeah, and, and all those bits and And then last. doing the and,
1: soaking. So if you are oh yeah, drinking nice. the marigold tea, mm. just keep the last bit in there and let it steep so that you get this stronger liquid. And then just take cotton wool pads, dunk them in, make them nice and warm and just lie mm. back. So it's Feels rest. Well. Rest is so important for our eyes mm. because we never switch them off. Mm. That's the thing. And just like we're learning about our nervous systems, we're learning, okay, yoga nidra, that relaxation at the end of yoga is really important. Yeah. But we all have a tendency to go, well, if there's one bit of it, I'm skipping. I'm going to skip that rest of it. We do the same with our eyes. We're like, okay, we might do the exercise, we might take the supplements, but doing the rest of it, eh, not so much. And that's mm. important during the day. Of course, we close our eyes at nighttime. But those little break periods when we're looking at screens, just to switch off the optic nerve and get a moment to go,
0: ah, yeah. and
1: reset, that's really important.
0: That's it. Great. So I hope that was helpful. And uh, if
1: you want to know more, send in questions, mm. and we will answer them for you. And we will put a list of all those supplements yeah. and how to buy them in the
0: show notes. And the schedule for Lydia's upcoming workshops or whatever she'll be doing online, yeah. so that you guys can uh, tune in to all of her eye and face yoga things. Bye. Bye. Bye.